Hi everyone, welcome to the Life with Fibromyalgia podcast. This is your host, Noemi. Um, Today is July 17th, 2020. Alright, so today I want to talk about about how my my fibromyalgia and allodynia have been treating me these past few days. And also about my anxiety, restlessness, being side effects of a medication. So I'll be talking about those things. Alright, so my fibromyalgia has been, it's been okay, not bad and not good. I'd say just in between, I've been okay, like, I guess I haven't been, you know, in so much pain that you know, I'm thinking about it all the time. So, I mean, there have been moments that I've been, you know, I kind of forget that it's there. So usually when that happens, it's when my fibro isn't, you know, as bad. So um, that's definitely a good thing. Although with the allodynia, I feel like that's getting slightly worse, um, more specific uh, to the thermal uh, allodynia and the uh, I guess mechanical allodynia, which I had mentioned in the previous podcast. So the tactile allodynia is also a problem, but I kind of stay away from people hugging me, obviously for the COVID, you know, guidelines, you know, don't, don't hug anybody type of thing. So in that sense, I'm okay. Um, I don't have anybody hugging me. So that's, that's good. Um, in a way, of course, we all need hugs. So... The allodynia has gotten worse, more in the sense of like, if I'm in the sun, it starts burning so much. And that that would be the thermal allodynia. You know, anything that feels warm or cold, it, it doesn't matter one or the other, even warm, it hurts. It hurts my my skin. Um, and so that that has been, you know, like I said, slightly worse. And so that's a little uh, depressing, you know, just knowing that that's something new to me, or at least new now, because when I first when I first uh, got diagnosed with fibro, I had s- symptoms of the allodynia, but never this strongly, and I didn't know what it was, you know, what it was called at the time, so I just thought it was just a fibro thing. I mean, just, you know, the the symptoms of fibro. I just would consider it as, you know, in the whole realm of fibro. So I never knew it had a specific name Um, until now, of course. So yeah, like I said, it's a little depressing. I mean, knowing that my fibro is kind of okay right now, and that has been, you know, the allodynia has been bothering me. Um, It's just like, oh yeah, that's right. There's something else, you know, other than the fibro regular fibro stuff. There's also the allodynia. So in that sense, I kind of go into this dark place, you know, of like just thinking that like, oh, it's allodynia and blah, 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 fibro. And I just kind of put all kinds of things together. It's like, oh yeah, my depression, my, you know, um, my PTSD, you know, all that stuff. I just kind of put it all in one and, you know, make it seem like it's this crazy thing. Um, which I mean, it is, but you know, we can't think that way. So in that sense, I know it's not a good thing to do that. So, 
yeah, that that's just where I'm at right now. It's I'm just kind of putting everything together and just making it seem like it's so much. So, yeah. How are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling? How you guys are in a similar situation? I mean, I know fibro is very depressing. So um, I would imagine that a lot of you are going through similar things, you know, just kind of putting everything together and just being like, oh, you know, life sucks and all that stuff. Um, because I know I think that I'm like, God, like, you know, if only I didn't have fibro, if only I didn't have the allodynia, if only I didn't have the depression, I might be better, you know. So, you know, that that's kind of the thought process behind this. So I'm just curious if any of you are feeling um, similar to to how I'm feeling and mostly how I guess mostly now because of the COVID um, you know a lot of us kind of have to uh, um, you know stay away from people and all that and uh, I'm from Southern California so you might imagine the the numbers are increasing so they started closing places and so it's kind of like a back again. I mean, not that I was going out when it was okay to go out, but you know, now it's like you, even if you kind of wanted to go out for something, um, now it's kind of like, Hey, you got to stay home. So, um, in that sense, it's a bit like depressing for me. And I mean, like I said, it's not like I was going to go anywhere, but I mean, just having that freedom to know that you can go out if you need to, and I know, you know, there are things that I will go out to, such as going to pick up meds or whatever, and, you know, important things. I mean, but just knowing that we have to stay home and, you know, just, just the freedom to go out to like wherever is taken away. And it's just that idea, you know, that, that kind of makes me anxious. So yeah, that, that's kind of how things have been going with me um, in that perspective. Okay, so I want to talk a lot about, or at least a little bit more, about the side effect that I, that I have right now that I'm going through. So as you guys know, I'm quite on some, you know, uh, medications due to my depression. And so a few that I'm on are trileptal, wellbutrin, antidepressant, um... Uh, let's see what else. Let's see if I can remember them off of my head. I'm taking Rexulti, which is a depression booster, um, for another medication for the antidepressant. Um, I'm taking Boostpar, which is for anxiety, um, which was recently upped from 30 to 60. So I know that's for the anxiety that I have. So hopefully that'll start working soon. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Lamictal. And I forget what these are. Um, what, you know, what's, what they're specific, uh, what they're specifically, um, related to such as what they're working for. I don't know if they're for the depression or what, I'm not quite sure. I know for sure some are mood stabilizers. So um, I guess in that sense, either they're antidepressant or an, a mood stabilizer. So I guess, oh, so, so, so uh, I ended up seeing, not seeing, but, you know, telehealth. 
seeing my doctor, um, my psychiatrist, and she recommended that I take Zoloft um, or adding Zoloft to my combo. And so I thought, like, you know, okay, you know, F it. Like, I'll do anything at this point, you know, because I'm feeling terrible. And the reason why I'm feeling so terrible is because I've been experiencing a lot of nightmares and a lot of uh, flashbacks to my past trauma. And so, I don't know, it's just too much for me at least. And so I, I was, you know, at this point, I'll take anything to feel better in that sense. So um, she was able to give me Zoloft. Uh, she said that that would help the PTSD in the you know, in the combination of my meds, it would help. So I ended up taking Zoloft for two days. And the second day, I started to feel really restless, very anxious, but the restlessness was the worst. I, I, I do not wish this upon anybody because it really is the worst. You can't sit still, you got to keep moving, you can't sit down and eat, you can't, you know, even going to the restroom, it's like, oh, got to get up and walk, you know, just, you feel like you have so much energy, um, and you just kind of have to, you know, almost feels like you have to run, I don't know, that that's kind of how I felt, and even with the fibro, I, I felt like I still needed to do something, something strenuous that would get me tired to feel better, but, you know, with fibro, it's, you know, uh, you can't really do that because then the next day you'll feel worse. So, um, I went for a walk only and maybe for two walks and then came back home, showered, hoping that I'd, uh, I just kind of calm down and not feel so restless. But then I thought, Hey, like I have trazodone, which is also an antidepressant, but I only take, um, you know, whenever I need it to go to sleep because apparently it works well if you want to go to sleep. So I think it's mostly used for sleep rather than an antidepressant. Um, so in that sense, that's the reason why I'm taking it, because I take it to fall asleep. And so I thought, okay, if I take 25 milligrams of trazodone, um, if I need to sleep, I thought, hell, I'll take the whole pill, which is 100 milligrams so I took the 100 milligrams and I did not, I, I woke up until like maybe 12 hours later or 13. And then I, the next morning I still was feeling restless, but I felt slightly better. I guess I was still kind of like in the morning, I was still kind of, you know, drugged up by the trazodone. It just kind of leaves you feeling like a zombie in the morning um, once you wake up. So I kind of felt, you know, uh, so in that sense, it was helpful because I wasn't so restless at the time. And so then I was able to call my psychiatrist again. I talked to her again and told her, hey, you know, I'm experiencing a lot of restlessness, a lot of anxiety. Um, I, I really don't know what to do anymore because I can't do anything really. Like I can't work. I can't anything. And so she uh, recommended that I change you know, I stopped that medication and start on Lexapro. And so that's what I'm currently taking now. And to be honest, like after stopping the 
Zoloft, I feel like I'm kind of back to normal now. My restlessness is maybe, I mean, throughout today, actually, the restlessness has gone from a seven to like a two. So I feel so much better. Um, She did say, though, that it would take maybe a few days for the restlessness to completely go away since, you know, the medication would probably still be in my system. So, so, you know, the good thing is that I'm not feeling as badly as before. So that's a plus for sure. That's progress. (laughs) So I'm pretty happy about that. But yeah, I I really don't have much to talk about today. Um, But I do have uh, good upcoming um, stuff that I want to do. And one of them is like, I guess like I want to have my boyfriend talk in the podcast. And what I, I guess like the focus of what I, or what I want to focus on is for him to, um, to talk about his experience with dating someone with fibromyalgia. And I guess like, share what advice he'd give to others who are doing so as well because there are some people out there that are you know probably new to fibro and don't know much and don't know how the future is going to look like and so in that sense I think that's pretty good information to know what it's like and what advice he'd give Um, so I really want to have that done next week for you guys and so um, yeah, look forward to that. It, it'll be interesting. He's a bit nervous. So, I mean, if he sounds a bit nervous, then you'll know why. <laughs> because he he's never done a podcast. So, um, that'll be interesting. And also, um, yeah, what do you guys think about having a live stream in the future? I'm just curious if any of you would attend. I, I wouldn't mind doing it whatsoever. I think it sounds fun, actually. Um, so in that sense, uh, you guys can email me if you, I mean, if you're interested for me doing a live stream, my email is L-I-F-E-W-F-I-B-R-O at gmail.com. Okay, so I want to leave you guys with a quote that I found online. And so the way that that quote goes is, it's a... Uh, it's, I think it's titled Keep Going. I'm not quite sure, but I'm pretty, I kind of have a feeling that's the main, um, the title of the, I guess it's kind of like a poem. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what this would be called. Um, but, uh, I got it from Pinterest and it's auxx.me and I think it's from Sheila King. I'm not quite sure, but you guys can look it up and, and see, uh, who, who it's from. Um, but I got it from Pinterest And so it's called, I mean, the way that it goes is, keep going. No matter how bad things are right now, no matter how stuck you feel, no matter how many days you've spent crying, no matter how many days you've spent wishing things were different, no matter how hopeless and depressed you feel, I promise you won't feel this way forever. Keep going. So the reason why I wanted to leave uh, you guys with this quote is because I know I think a lot of us are kind of stuck in that, um, in that thought that, oh man, like things are going to last forever, you know, like this pain is never going to go away or, you know, whatever. This kind of applies to anything, um, even like how you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling depressed or feeling suicidal, whatever, we sometimes kind of are, we focus too much on that and feel like it's never going to end. 
And so in, in this case, you know, just, you know, the whole uh, keep going thing is, you know, it doesn't last forever. And so we need to kind of look at things like that. It's, you know, it's never going to stay this way all the time. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was a good thing to share. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.